0: Hello and welcome to Wizards, Warriors, and Words, a fantasy writing advice podcast. I'm Jen Hearn, author of Fires of the Dead, and I am joined by my fellow writers, starting with Dirk
1: Ashton. Oh, hello. I am Dirk Ashton. I am not Michael R. Fletcher or Rob Hayes, no matter what anybody else says. And I wrote the Paternus Trilogy and all of their books.
0: And speaking of Rob Hayes, we also have Rob J. Hayes with us. Hello, I'm
3: Rob J. Hayes, author of I'll go with Titan Hoppers, which may or may not be out at this point uh, in time. I don't know when this is going to go out, but hey, it's yeah, a it could be, science fantasy progression book, which is uh, kind of like Cradle or Iron Prince or Bastion meets uh, Warhammer 40,000 Space
4: Hulk.
0: So read it. Oh. <laughs> And Sexy. we actually have someone who wrote for Warhammer in the studio as well, which is Michael R. Fletcher.
5: Yes. Greetings, that's me. So, uh, yeah, uh, stuff, things, nouns, verbs, the odd adverb. Ew, you use verbs? Oh, maybe verbs? Not too many of those. Let's, let's keep Why, it easy on the adverbs, right? Uh, yeah, don't yeah, freak yeah.
0: me out like that, man. He said
5: smugly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, we are going to be probably digging into a couple of the, the nouns and verbs you have mentioned, because in this episode, we're going to be doing a blurb critique. So one of our patrons, uh, Daniel Henderson, has very kindly sent us the blurb for a book that he is working on called Shadow's Assassin First Blade. Uh, it is a grimdark fantasy novel. And what I'm going to do is I will share the screen on here. So if you're watching on the YouTube feed, you'll be able to see the blurb. Uh, I'm also going to read it out so that people who are listening on the podcast feed can Follow along as well. Let me get this And up. for the
5: Americans, there will be subtitles for those who cannot understand his thick Australian, largely <laughs> My incomprehensible thick accent. accent.
0: Mate. Um, <laughs> all right. Shadow's so- Assassin,
5: First Blade. Darkness and light, void for control. <laughs> all
0: right. I'm actually going to read it out properly so that people can, can get some context first. So, Shadow's Assassin, First Blade. Darkness and light vie for control in secret as the world moves away from the forgotten war that ravaged the world centuries ago. The magic is gone, or is it? 20-year-old Valsh Tress, I don't know how to say that, that, Valsh Tress grew up fighting for every day on the streets, after waking up with no memory since the age of 6. After fate determined he would have a different path, he stole from the wrong person, Phoenix, the deadliest assassin in the underworld. Thrust into a world where he... Thrust into a world he only heard whispered in dark corners, Valsh is about to become a member in one of the most powerful organizations outside of the four kingdoms that rule Alan, the Order of Assassins. But first, he must succeed in completing the Trials, a series of time tests designed to test his skills and mental fortitude. If he succeeds, the High Master of the Order already has plans for the young man. But Valsh has bigger concerns, a growing power inside him that the world tells him is pure evil. Valsh must hide in the darkness and wrestle with the light to stay alive. But can he complete the first task when everyone in the order wants him dead? So we're going to be going through and critiquing this as we have done on our previous critique episodes. Uh, We try not to hold back because that's not useful for helping you grow as a writer. So apologies. If we're not holding back, can I just
3: start by uh, asking Jed to say gone
4: again? Which word? (laughs) Just say gone again. Gone. I don't know. It <laughs> sounds
1: weird to me. <laughs> it has like okay. three syllables. <laughs> Surely three I don't know, syllables you not dragging it out like gone. gone.
0: I guess I do. Like if you would phonetically pronounce how an Australian says it, it would be G A W W N.
1: Yeah, gone. Yeah, that sounds right.
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so what anyway, do you think about this? Blurb? To the blurb. Yes.
5: Yeah. Uh, so first, first thing, I mean, I'm assuming this blurb is like a uh, back of book copy slash Amazon description. Product,
0: description. Yeah.
5: yeah. It's about four or five paragraphs too long. Agreed. Uh, it says way too much. It asks way too many questions. Um, personally, I, I is like, is, is the magic gone or is it? It's like, okay, obviously, no, it's not um, because you just asked and you know, it, and, and you basically, it details pretty much it looks like probably every important aspect of the story. So you're not really leaving anything. Mm. I mean, it's not bad. Like it, it looks cool. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Neat assassins, you know, underworld shit going on all very cool stuff. Uh, But it's, it's just, it's too much.
1: That's a good yeah, point. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan personally of shorter blurbs of short blurbs, but I I do see a lot of really long ones where they put a lot of detail in there, and those books sell like a hundred of them a day. So I don't know personally. One, my big question is: um, Is it true that there's a the kingdoms that rule Allen? I mean, is there really a order of assassins called Allen, as like Bob or mm. Michael? It does um, seem like a
0: not very fantasy name, right? Like I think if you put no. if you put like a H in Alan there or something. Alan has two L's. It yeah, but it
1: say, yeah, but it says Alan to me. I mean, yeah. its name is Alan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's let's fair. go talk to, to Alan. Me, Steve.
0: <laughs> I think I agree with Mike um, that this is too long and maybe the first thing we should do, because what I would love to do in this episode is to actually go through and like do some edits in this document just so that people can kind of like see what we are like actually – envisaging for this. Um, yeah. So should we maybe it looks try to like, like a
1: gra- I mean, o- overall it looks like a great story. I mean, it looks like the kind of stuff that people hmm. really, really love to read. You know, everybody yeah. likes yeah. assassin stuff. Every, you know, the whole idea of waking up without the memory. Um, it happens in, in a lot of books and people love it. Um, uh, kid, kid working, you know, growing up hard in the streets, you know, people love that stuff and magic. Um, so I get all of that out of it.
4: Um, Yeah, there's there's
3: a whole lot of stuff that just, it doesn't need to be like that entire first paragraph doesn't say anything. Um, you know, darkness and light vie for control in a secret, in secret as the world moves away from the forgotten war that ravaged the world centuries ago. That's really long and it says nothing. Um, Mm, the magic is gone, or is it? That's a hook one that should thing- be at the end. If you're going to use that, the magic yeah, is gone, or is it? That's the I agree. hook at the end.
0: Yeah. What, uh, what chap,
5: really? 20-year-old as well.
0: Yes. I think, in general, age references aren't that useful, especially because yeah. you've got 20-year-old and then age of six in the same sentence. So, like, pick one of those. Otherwise, it's very confusing to have both. So what we've got for the start, then, is Valstress grew up fighting for every day on the streets after waking up with no memory since the age of six. I still feel that second half of that sentence is like a little weird to me.
1: Well, give me I think, I think me you just second. start off
3: with, Vows Tress grew up fighting for every day, every day on the
4: streets. That should be a sentence. Yes. That should be your first sentence. Yeah, That's perfect. Yeah. Or you could do after
1: waking up with no memory since the age of six. It, Vous, it feels still Tress like a bit, I guess, long to him. me. Um, well, I, I, don't I don't understand like, I like fight, fighting, fighting every day on the streets.
4: Well, yeah, It's just okay, sort whatever. of
1: like
3: fighting for survival, yeah. isn't it? But instead of like after well, waking I, I up with just, no
1: memory since the age of six, say something like he yeah, has no memory of his past. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah, that's um, good. Yeah,
4: but uh, does
0: that does that kind of make sense? Because the way it's implying it is that he had no memory of his past and he was on the street. And then he had to fight every day from that point on. Whereas, yeah,
5: yeah. writing a blurb for a book you haven't read, yeah, this is going to be really
0: difficult. Well, see, I've like, actually but, read the but first but ten times, like to this sentence book. structure so and stuff, I do but know really, a little yeah. bit of what happens in it.
1: Um, I would just, I would just say Vostresh grew up fighting for his life, or fighting something. I don't know, because if you, know, cause if you but, say,
3: like, on, if you keep that on the streets, it, it gives that impact of, okay, he's like, yeah, uh, it gives you yeah. this, this feeling of like he's a street, street urchin sort of thing.
1: Well, and then mm-hmm. I'd just then go to, then he stole from the wrong person. Get rid of the after fate determined he would have a different yeah. path. Um, yeah, they, say, say, like, then, he's, then he stole from the wrong person, Phoenix, the deadless assassin. Suddenly you have my attention, real quick. Um,
0: after he stole from...
1: Oh, no, deleted, then, uh, you don't. You don't assassin, want the after. Yeah. yeah then he stole. Then he stole from a deadly assassin. No. Well, no. I liked. I liked what it said before. The wrong right, person. Then he stole. View. Then he stole from the wrong person. Deadly assassin. Blah blah blah. Go ahead. I mean, you you deleted the good part.
0: Then he stole
1: <laughs> from
0: the wrong person. But yeah, okay. you guys gotta be clear with the instructions. You- yeah, this okay, way so you are starting this. with
3: the main character, which is always a good way to, to start because oh, you, there you're you still away have making it down that connection. There.
4: Yeah. With the readers and okay. the character.
1: Do you have the name of the person he stole from? Yep, Phoenix. So we've Phoenix. got person the person whose under- oh, fighting yeah.
0: every
4: day in the streets.
0: Then he stole from the yeah, wrong person. Phoenix. Phoenix, the deadliest assassin in the underworld.
1: See, I like that. And then now he's thrust into a world, only whispered in dark corners.
5: Yeah. Yeah, so underworld and then world. Yes, uh, I was thinking that. Uh, yeah. Just hitting the same two words, yeah.
4: Thrust into yeah. a I mean you could have society, thrust into I mean. a life or Yeah. Thrust
1: into I'd, Actually a I'd dark. kill that.
5: Vouch's start with Vouch about to become a member.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's or, do that. Yeah, it could work. Maybe and I also like there's a, there's a, is this a progression fantasy of sorts?
0: Uh, I would, because it looks it like,
1: yeah, so yeah, I've read but the it first
0: looks... couple of chapters of this mm-hmm. and it seems similar to, if I had to give an analogy, it'd be kind of like a bit Song esque, where yeah. it's like a young okay. character who goes into this like ruthless fighting organization. Um,
3: right.
0: Yeah, that, that was okay, my so impression I, I... from the first.
3: I would be tempted to keep the thrust into something because otherwise you're going to be
4: starting with Vouch twice, you know, two paragraphs in a row. Agreed. So, Um, but you could do something like um, thrust
3: into one of the most powerful organizations, something along those lines. You you don't, you don't need the sort of like into a world he only heard whispered in dark corners
4: so let's say I mean, uh, a lot of it is just cutting out the, the bulk yeah
5: thrust into it is, the order of
4: assassins
1: okay. if you can't thrust, convince yeah. somebody to read Could your be. book
4: in you know, yeah. three short well, paragraphs you're not going to do it in six long ones
1: because then we can get rid of
4: Alan thrust into how does this work I mean, we've got assassin and assassin. Maybe you just
0: change yeah. that to killer. Yeah. And then we say thrust, thrust- into the deadly order of assassins.
4: He, uh Valsh. Valsh only trial to survive. Valsh only... Here we go. We'll we work this I out like later. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I am gonna. To I know this succeed. is just a lot of typing yeah. for people listening on the podcast, so I'll read this out. That's fine. This is the next paragraph. Thrust
0: into the deadly order of assassins, Valser's only option, we'll work that out, to survive is to complete the trials, a series of time tests designed to test his skills and mental fortitude. We don't need time tests there. Um,
4: uh, yeah. A series of complete tests designed to... A, oops. No, I like the trials. Yeah. Trials. How is
1: that?
4: Uh, so we've got. Yeah, I like
0: this reading in. Yes, Dash's only way to survive. Maybe I
1: liked. I liked that it was named the Trials. Yeah, tests to. Um,
4: just you don't need a series of just completing the trials. Yeah. And have it sort of like yeah, I feel like trials. speech marks. Uh, you know. Marks, yeah, trials,
1: tests, tests of his, uh, a series of, well, I don't know. I, I think it does like need something to tests. explain
4: what the trials are.
1: A series Personally. of tests of his,
4: well, something. Yeah. What do you guys think of this? So reading out from the start again, again, this is just for people listening on audio who can't
0: <laughs> hear what's happening. Um, Vous Tress grew up fighting every day on the streets. Then he stole from the wrong person. Phoenix, the deadliest killer in the underworld. Thrust into the deadly order of assassins, Valsh's only way to survive is to complete the trials, a series of tests... A uh, series of tr- wait, hang on. <laughs> I've <I'll laughs> stuffed this up. Uh, how do we how do we fix this? A series this? of tests um, for his skills and mental fortitude. How about a series a series
1: of, a series of deadly yeah. something
0: dangerous or like
1: you've already done. Yeah. You've already, had already deadly, used
0: deadly. So
1: I'll just yeah. put it down. Dan-
0: dangerous,
1: dangerous. We already used deadliest. Dangerous, mortal. What a series of
0: mortal tests, lethal. Yeah, that works because he almost in the bit I read, he yeah. almost dies quite a few times. Um, okay. so that's his only way. To, a series of lethal
4: tests and to. And missions?
1: To gauge no, his, of, to, of his to skills period. and
4: mental fortitude or something. A series
1: of lethal tests to, to, ga- to gauge his skills and no, mental no, just fortitude. Period after to...
5: tests. He's got to pass a series of uh, lethal
4: tests. Yeah, yeah that that's
1: work. true. Yep.
4: Do we want tests and missions or just like lethal missions? Like, what I do we think? I chess ever... or missions? Punchy is better. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, get rid of if he succeeds for a start in the next paragraph. It doesn't say anything. Just the high master of the yeah. order
3: already has plans for the young man is, is fine. You don't need the if he succeeds.
0: Yeah. Delete already as well. Do you think we even need this sentence yeah. here? That if he succeeds, the high master of the order already has plans for the young man?
3: Yes. Um, okay why do you think that is it it, it extends the the sort of like the story what's going on Um, it gives you this sort of like there's a bit of mystery about it and you know oh the Mm -hmm. high master is interested in him but why Um, it asks Mm -hmm. questions whereas you know and and has a bit of a hook Um, and it it helps to give the impression that the story is going to blossom out more than just hey Vouch is going to be an assassin
1: yeah
0: yes that is a good point I'm just thinking we need some sort of way to transition in because it feels weird to be like, Vouch's only way to survive is to complete the trials, a series of lethal tests. The High Master of the Order already has plans for the young man. It it feels like a bit jarring there. Like, Mm
4: -hmm. I
0: wonder whether we need something that's like, he quickly comes under the scrutiny of the High Master of the Order who has plans for the young man. I don't think that's the exact right way of doing it, but if do you guys think there needs to be some other way to sort of transition that?
1: Mike's good at making uh. stuff up, even if it's not in the book, so. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's, the, that's one thing I learned, too, actually, from this, from this, uh, from, from in here, is basically Mike talking about, you know, a blurb doesn't have to really tell the story. It just has to be really exciting. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole point blurb is, is to sell is, the book, like... not actually describe it. Yeah, it's the epitome of the, uh, the rule of Cool.
3: Yeah. Um, yep. Speaking of which, when it for this, I would say the High Master of the Order, uh, yeah, get rid of already, and then has something plans, sinister plans, or something. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like it needs more than just plans.
0: It needs to
4: be. What about like sinister? Even if yeah,
0: he yeah. survives.
4: I also saying sinister plans. Sure. What do you think about that?
1: Has yeah. sinister sure. plans
4: for the young man. Yep then you don't need a, a new paragraph. You can then just go straight
3: into, but Valsh has bigger concerns or something. Mm. That doesn't need to be a new paragraph, basically.
0: Yes, agreed. Um, so the next paragraph is, even if he survives, the High Master of the Order has sinister plans. Probably don't even need sinister plans for him. But Valsh has bigger yeah. concerns. A power is growing inside him that the world tells him is pure evil. So we got two hymns in that sentence. So we need to That's change okay. that. Um, I don't
1: mind that one.
0: I think just the second half of that sentence can be snappier. So a power is growing inside him that he fears is pure evil, maybe?
1: Well, it, obviously it's something the world knows about. Or that the world says is pure evil.
0: The world, yeah, that's good. I like says, actually.
4: The world says. Decrees. The yeah. world Ooh, decrees. Love it. Decrees. <laughs>
1: Has or has world, decreed? That the world decrees is. I'd say has decreed if you're going to use that.
0: Should you maybe say like the world is terrified of? That terrifies no. the world.
4: No, I like the power the is growing a inside bit. him. That terrifies yeah. the world.
0: Well, let's no. just put them together and we'll see how that looks. So I'll copy that one down.
4: Um, power is growing inside him. That terrifies. Okay, so two options: a power is growing
0: inside him that terrifies the world, or a power is growing inside him that the world decrees is pure evil. Yeah, I'd, kind say of, it uh, I'd say has decreed the pure evil
4: one. Yeah,
1: me too. And I'd say has it, decreed. Do you guys like that? That the world because decrees means they see it and decree it right now, as opposed about... to it's something that that the world says.
0: Yeah, I think the point here is that like people aren't aware that the power is growing within him, and it's just in the past, it's been outlawed, or that it's Mm -hmm. led to horrible consequences. So, power is growing inside the world. Something other than the world, but,
3: because the world doesn't actually, you know... Yeah, what about, like, everyone?
1: Society. Um, Yeah, something like society. What about, like, I don't
0: know, maybe this is wrong for the book, but, like, Chuck in a prophecy there or something. Depends on. Yeah, I don't know. The power is growing inside him. That because uh, yeah, if you say everyone actually, says a, is pure evil, that a dark
5: power is growing inside him. Yes,
0: a dark power. Perfect, That's perfect. Mike, I wonder why we keep you around sometimes, and you've just proven your worth right there. <laughs> I thought it was
5: because i was i was so fucking pretty.
0: <laughs> well, and that as it's well. that I can there is that. Mostly.
4: A dark power growing inside him. Uh, Vals must hide in the shadows. Okay, so what we got so far, just from the top,
0: Vaus grew up fighting every day on the streets. Then he stole from the wrong person, Phoenix, the deadliest killer in the underworld. Thrust into... Oh, we've got deadly again. Um,
4: let me change that. Uh, You probably don't need Deadly for Order of Assassins. That feels deadly enough. Um,
5: Yeah.
0: Thrust into the Order of Assassins, Valsh's only way to survive is to complete the Trials, a series of lethal tests. Even if he survives, the High Master of the Order has sinister plans for him, but Valsh has bigger concerns. A dark power is growing inside him. Oh, we kind of got two sentences where it's him and him. Um, That's not a major thing. Valsh must hide in the shadows and wrestle with the Light to stay alive but can he complete the first task when everyone in the order wants him dead? I like the everyone in the order wants him delete dead
5: part. I in- mm-hmm. nah, delete the entire last paragraph. End it on a dark power is growing inside him. Yep. It's a good punch. And uh, okay. like Rob said, there's some mystery there. Oh, Rob fucked off again.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was wondering why he'd been so quiet because I can't see you guys at the moment. I'm just looking at the Word document. Okay, so let's, I'll have someone else different read this out. So. Uh, Mike, can you read this out in your nice, sexy audiobook narrator voice, please?
5: All right. Uh, Shadow's Assassin, First Blade. Valsh Tress grew up fighting every day on the streets. Then he stole from the wrong person. Phoenix, the deadliest killer in the underworld. Thrust into the order of assassins, Valsh's only way to survive is to complete the trials, a series of lethal tests. Even if he survives, and I don't like the repetition of surviving and a couple of out. <laughs> it's a little awkward. Yeah. The High Master of the Order has sinister plans for him. For him, probably also unnecessary. Uh, a bunch of extra words we don't need. But Valsh has bigger concerns. A dark power grows inside him. So let's, uh, kill is growing. Just
4: tighten, tighten all that shit up, yo.
0: What do you think about... A dark power grows inside him on a new line. Uh, it, it doesn't really
5: make sense because uh, because it, he has bigger concerns and cool. that's his bigger concern, right?
0: Ignore. So we'll yeah. put that back. Yeah, I like this. That's so, it. thanks for reading that out, Mike. So we, what we've got now is the current word count of this is sixty nine words. The original blurb was.
4: Any guesses? hundred and ninety seven words. So four. Yeah
0: very wrong Doug i'm sorry and, uh, <laughs> i i this
5: this could still probably be polished further there there's yeah. yes. there's little bits that are like extraneous words and shit that aren't really needed um uh valstrez grew up fighting every day on the streets until he stole from the wrong person phoenix the deadliest mm. killer in the underworld that would tighten that sentence I like trust that. into the order of assassins Valsha's only chance at survival is complete completing the trials a series of lethal tests uh even if he succeeds the high master of the order has sinister plans that's good but Vouch has bigger concerns yeah all right there we go that's how okay. I would do it nice. yeah
1: i would i would like to see something for uh for uh instead of just order of assassins um uh like Hello, not Rob. not just secret but something
0: yeah i think we could probably noodle away at this for like a few more hours but (laughs) for where (laughs) we're at i think this is an improvement and i i think if we're to try to like draw out some bigger lessons from this it's that whatever you currently have with your blurb just try to cut it as much as possible because that will really make you realize what is actually interesting and compelling about it um what other kind of bigger principles would, would you guys add to, to kind of frame what we've just been doing in this episode?
5: Yeah, Like Dirk mentioned earlier, understand the point of the blurb. It is not to describe the book. It's not a synopsis. It is to sell. Mm. So what you want to do is you want to write something that's going to sell the book. And a somewhat boring, rambling, um, you know, like multi-paragraph thing. Chances are that's not going to do it. You want to hit the emotion. You want to hit the feels. You want it big. You want action. And you want it really well written, really fucking tight so that people sort of, uh, expect, you know, some sort of base level of prose from you once they actually get into it.
0: Dirk, would you add anything to that? That's, I, I totally agree with that, Mike. That's great advice.
1: No. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, uh, now he may think that you know this is just too short, and there are ways to embellish along the way a little bit. I kind of like a little em- embellishing. Um, sometimes it can be too clean if short, but um, the uh, I I think there should be something like like the word sinister for thrust into the sinister order order of assassins, you know. Some things, Jesus, just things to consider. Valsh's only way to survive is to complete the trials. Uh, A series of lethal tests, and you could put that, or a a series of tests or lethal tests that push him to his blah, blah limits or something. I mean, that stuff wouldn't be bad. Uh, If he succeeds, the high master of the order has, but Valsh has bigger concern, a dark grower power grows inside him um yeah, you know, i wouldn't mind that um something has decreed is pure evil um but that's good the way it is too those are just options just different different things but yeah i think this is far superior to to what there was before yeah um, fantastic yeah uh, yeah
0: um yeah, the, the other thing I would add, and I always just say this whenever we do an episode about blurbs, is like the best, one of the best ways to get better at blurbs is to write down, like on pen and paper, the blurbs that you find very compelling for other people's books, because it will make you understand the rhythms, it will make you understand the words they're using, it will make you kind of like just subconsciously get that seeping into your own mind. And then when it comes to writing your own blurbs, you have a much better understanding of how to structure them. So, if you were listening to this and you're a writer and you're thinking about your own blurb, like it's great to think about it. Also do like a little practical action, a little exercise like this, and it will make your blurb writing a lot better. Um, And
5: read it out loud to yourself in your best radio voice. Absolutely. And see how it flows. Yes. If it all clicks or if you're like stumbling over words or sort of needing to take a breath before the sentence is over, those are bad signs.
0: Yeah. Which we, We noticed with this one, right? There were like quite a few times where I was stumbling or having to go back and do a sentence again. And uh, that could just be because I can't speak good, which is probably a factor. But it's more likely because um, there was some like kind of convoluted phrasing and everything. So, Daniel, thank you for um, sending your blurb through for us to critique. Really appreciate it. And best of luck writing uh, the rest of Shadow's Assassin. Um, Yes. And yeah, hopefully it, I read, like I said, I read the first 10,000 words of this or so, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, it needs yeah. polishing in parts, but like for an early draft, I think it has a lot of promise. And uh, yeah, I think with hopefully this tightened blurb, it can hopefully go on to uh, be pretty good in whatever format you end up publishing it at. So yeah. best of luck, Daniel. Good luck. Um, yeah. yeah. We're rooting for you. You can do it. That's it. All right, I uh, don't know what yep. happened to Rob. He just sort of dropped out there. So, um, all right, we're going to wrap up this episode here. Uh, if you want to help support us on Patreon, like Daniel, um, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Link is also down below, and that gets you access to bonus episodes you can't get anywhere else, along with a bunch of other cool content as well. Um, and yeah, let us know. If you enjoy this kind of blurb critique thing and you would like your blurb to be critiqued, let us know.
4: We might do more of these in the future. All right. See everybody, next week.
1: Thanks, everybody.
4: Ciao.
2: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello?